of the busiest, most productive, and most versatile musicians around here is Farnell Newton. It's been way too long since Farnell has visited the podcast. Five years, even. Are we that old? I guess we are. He's back as trumpeter, composer, producer, and label owner. He, he had multiple working ensembles before the tribulations hit. Those tribulations have not stopped him from composing, playing, and starting a new label, Lo-Fi Soul Jazz, all one word. There's a new compilation album just out featuring Farnell and lots of collaborators. Let's catch up with Farnell Newton. Farnell, welcome back. Yeah, man. It's been quite a uh, some not, time. We have not seen each other forever. Dude, yeah. too long. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, you just told me. <laughs> I hate when people do that because we actually did talk to each other before I turned the machine yes. on. All right, this happens in in sh- in show business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, then you are back on KMHD. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm happy to be back in an active yeah. uh, role. Definitely. What are you playing on on your show? Um, just a mixture of things. You know, uh-huh. um, this show is called Lo-Fi Jazz Soul, and I wonder and, why that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just best you know that's what i love i love yeah i love yeah. jazz i love soul uh-huh. and i love the the bridge of like you know the the 80s the 90s hip-hop that was very heavily uh-huh. uh influenced by jazz uh-huh. cti uh-huh. and all of those labels that that was a key part of hip-hop especially east coast so not only is your show called that, but your label is also called that. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why? It's called yeah. branding. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and plus, I don't want to have too many names and stuff. You know, keep, keep everything one name. I, it's easy for me to remember. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a few names. Yeah, uh, plenty. <laughs> when you were doing beats, what was, the, what was your name? Oh, <laughs> what? Come on, what was it? I was Bleak Beats. Bleak Beats, <laughs> and right. I used to, oh, my, right, call, my right. call sign was Bleak, 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 Bleak. <laughs> oh, man, this oh, is hilarious already. That's funny. That's great. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that took me back. Sorry. And there's, there's still a few people that call me Bleak Beats. There's very few. But they, they're like, hey, Bleak, what's up, man? <laughs> Which was named after Bleak Gilliam from uh-huh. Mo Better Blues, Denzel uh-huh. Washington character yeah, as the yeah. trumpet player. So <laughs> Funny. All right. So the name of the label is? Lo-Fi Jazz Soul. All one word. Yes. Okay. All right. Definitely. Uh, so let's let's go through. Let's break that down. All right. Lo-fi. What is what does lo-fi mean to you? I mean, lo-fi uh, hip hop is basically just just like I said, uh, an influence of '80s to '90s hip hop, uh-huh. but also the production value is very grainy, uh-huh. gritty. Uh, you could kind of throw in the kitchen sink, yeah. and it's okay. It doesn't have to be overproduced or uh-huh. super clean, and and you know, it's intentionally grainy on this on this, yes. on this album. Intentionally, I think everything yeah. we do intentionally has, and even if we started it clean or or what or sounds too produced, then we're like, right, what can we do to make it grainy? Right, and, right. And let's throw some fuzz in there. Let's uh-huh. let's throw some processing in there. Let me. Let me have my trumpet um, out of tune <laughs> compared, you know, in a way that uh-huh. still provides like a, a, a sonically like something really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. OK, so that's lo-fi. Yeah. 
jazz, of course, you know. Yeah. I mean, I grew up, you know, um, from being in Philadelphia playing jazz music and surrounded by great jazz artists, you know. So, uh-huh. I mean, and then later in my life after, you know, college, I definitely got into soul music because uh, my first, one of my first big gigs while I was almost graduated was Aretha Franklin. And, and so, you know, it just... From then, I've played. You played with, with Aretha. Yeah, I played with Aretha, and wow. then, you know, about ten, eleven years ago, I started doing a lot of the Soul Train awards and playing yeah. with Mike Phillips, uh-huh. and uh-huh. and then I started playing, you know, with doing shows with Boosie Collins and Jill yeah. Scott yeah. and Charlie Wilson yeah. and you know Ron Isley and all of these other people. Wait, so. what, what, did, what was your nickname? What did Boosie call you? Oh, <laughs> Neutron. Neutron, right? Neutron right. bomb. <laughs> you know, Boosie was, oh, hey, Neutron. <laughs> Good grief. That's great. <laughs> I just got an email from him the uh-huh. other day. And it's just, every time I see Boosie's name or picture, his voice comes into my head. <laughs> oh, man. Do, do you miss that? Yes, I do yeah. miss that because, um, you know, it was... I mean, it's Boosie Collins. He's he, he's yeah. for me being a young kid who came from Miami, Florida originally, and listening to N.W.A., uh-huh. Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. I already knew about funk music, uh-huh. but didn't know it because my folks was also playing that stuff yeah. in the house, and that's what you heard in the neighborhoods. Uh-huh. So now looking forward, and I'm like, man, I, I'm I was probably conceived <laughs> to to rather be with you or 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 these these songs have been sampled in uh-huh. some of my favorite rap songs yeah easy e uh-huh. uh we want easy which is we want boosie you know uh-huh. so uh-huh. with a new drum beat to it you know so <laughs> i do miss that and i miss you know those guys and those in that spirit um of you know the legends learning from the legends uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah wow I remember you guys uh, did <laughs> talk about nerve when George Clinton came to town and you guys opened for him. <laughs> and what was it that you played? That Eddie Hazel we, song? We played Maggot Brain. You played Maggot Brain <laughs> in front of George Clinton. Yeah, and, and Blackbird Midnight. <laughs> yes. uh, but you know, I, you know what? Because I'm the type of person I'm very respectful to my elders and music elders. Like I told them ahead of time, I said, hey man, I'm just gonna let you know that we're gonna play Maggot Brain tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And and I remember Benny Cowan, the trumpet player, that's been the trumpet player for the last, you know, um, 50, almost 50 years. It was like, he's like, man, go ahead and do it. Like, go ahead and do y'all thing. You know, we gonna do our thing, y'all do y'all thing. And that that was the whole part of of having the band called the Other Ship Connection. Connection, I mean, I literally was on a tour bus in France, talking to Mudbone Cooper, yeah, Frankie Cashwadi, uh. Joel Razor Sharp Johnson. Uh, 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 uh. I think Boosie was like upstairs. We had a double decker tour bus, yeah. And um, and I was like, hey man, I'm thinking about starting a funk band, and I'm gonna call it the Other Ship Connection. And they were like. <laughs> But I told him, I said, I don't want to just do a band where it's just us. I want to do a band where I could reach back and pull the legends into the band to help us, you know, learn and grow and and, and help us with our direction of uh-huh. old and the new. And it's been great. You know, last year for the Funklandia, we had um, Frankie Cashwadi up here, uh-huh. you know, and it's like, you know, musicians from 25 to 
42 and you know we get to play we're playing james brown music with a drummer who played with james brown and yeah. also a drummer who played with boosie collins and yeah. george clinton yeah and everyone else you know so yeah it was it was great that's great that's really good really good okay so um so you started the label this is the second release right the one that's out now yeah well that was you know we did two singles uh-huh. um we did originally um Tyrone Hendrix with Dom Phnom, a.k.a. Michael Elson, and they did a song called Off, uh, yeah. off, off the Top. Right. And then we put out Charlie Brown, a young keyboardist, uh-huh. um, Breathing Space. Except it's, doesn't, it's not a B, it's a three. It's a three because he's Charlie <laughs> Brown the third. So, which I'm like, hey, I could, I could go with that because these, these projects are kind of like, you know, these are like, you know, like fun projects. These are like side projects. So, uh-huh. It's like save your Charlie Brown the third for when you come out with your jazz record uh-huh. or something that's bigger. But for these projects, which are great and they're wonderful, uh-huh. but I'm like, let's use some monikers, let's use some different names, uh-huh. let's use some different stuff. So, uh-huh. and then I put those two singles into the release of Summer Solstice, 2020, which is out now, which is out now. And this, this, I, I mean, I listen to it all the time. It, it came out yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Are, are you going to put this out in a hard copy or are you just going to keep it um, digital or what do you know? I think this one we're going to keep digital, but uh-huh. we're planning to do a seasonal release. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like a, we do it the summer solstice, we do it like autumnal, uh, equinox. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I'm trying to do them, to, uh, you know, equinox and, and solstice and such to keep from um, kind of conflicting with some other labels who puts out like summer essentials and winter yeah, essentials. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to stay away from that. So, yeah. And especially since, you know, here we're all about, you know, our seasons and such uh-huh. as, well, we don't get too much of a summer, but we, you know, <laughs> we, we do appreciate it when it comes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, um, these are all relatively short pieces. Yeah. That's the thing about, um, the, the lo-fi hip hop uh-huh. genre is that, Usually you rarely find songs that's really over three minutes. Uh-huh. And it's crazy sometimes because, like, you know, I have 19 songs on there and it's only, like, 47 minutes. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like it gives you a chance to pack everything in, uh-huh. but in a good way and not overdo it. Yeah. You know, now if, yeah. if we wanted to, we could take a lot of these songs on this record and extend them and make mm-hmm. solos mm-hmm. and feature other musicians mm-hmm. and... That's what my thing is. I like to do the flexibility of being able to revamp a lot of this stuff and re-release it. Why not? You know. All right. Well, let's go down and see, talk about some of these people because mm-hmm. you know, some of these, some of these names are familiar and some of them aren't. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so who is A Anaya? Oh, Anaya. So that's Adrian Anaya. He's a good friend of mine. It, it, um, on, on here, it's A Period Anaya. Yeah, yeah. His N-A-Y-A. name is Adrian Anaya. He's and a, all caps. Yeah, he's a producer. And um, he's also a creative over at Adidas, uh-huh. and uh, and we've been knowing each other for a while. And he sings, he plays guitar, he mm-hmm. produces. Great guy. What are those sound effects at the beginning of waking up? Oh yeah, that's uh, just him opening up a tape player. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still nostalgic because if oh, you yeah. think about yeah. it, it's it's still the play on '80s and '90s hip hop. Uh-huh. So 80s and 90s, we all had tapes. You know, I still have <laughs> most of my tapes in my garage somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it just like gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling of like, hey, I remember that. Like, wow, that was great. You know, and that's also part of the lo-fi because now yeah, yeah. people even nowadays are f- 
running their music through tape mm -hmm. and tape players mm -hmm. to give it that more grainy warmth. <laughs> also, the warmth of vinyl right. and, and right. tapes and, and such, you know. People spent billions of dollars to try to <laughs> eliminate that, and now it's cool. It's cool again. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. It's but it's it's great, and I loved it. And 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 I'm one of those guys, you know. I'm kind of like the ringleader of it off. And, uh -huh. and and I heard the song, and it didn't have a bass. And I was like, ah. but I know a bass player in Nashville uh -huh. that would be great to get <laughs> on it. So you know, I'm all about like, how can we get Tyrone on a song with this person and this uh -huh. person on the song? Like build like a collaborative, a collaboration spirit on mm -hmm. these projects. Mm -hmm. And of course, Tyrone is on here on, on two tracks. Yeah. Oh, one of which I've, I've actually played on my show already. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, definitely. Um, and um, uh, and so, uh, um, what, what's the name? The um, Dom Phenom. Oh, Dom <laughs> Phenom. Yeah, that's that's Michael Elson. Michael yeah. Elson. Yeah, Dom <laughs> Phenom of of excellent gentlemen. <laughs> yes, excellent gentlemen. Jeez. And, and that was one of those things, you know, especially since COVID nineteen happened, and a lot of us uh -huh. weren't able to be out in the world gigging and performing yeah and i was like i was like elson like you make all of this music when you're on the road like this van content they do mm -hmm. and and i was like dude let's just make something and put it out let's just release it like there's no like you know we don't have any like you know expectations of it we're just putting it out and letting people hear good mm -hmm. music and mm -hmm. it's great it's a great he sent that song to me like at he sent the song to me like one in the morning and I was still up, so I, I literally recorded it in 15 minutes and sent it back to him. And, and we're like, cool, let's put it out. <laughs> um, so uh, tell us about Charlie Brown again. Well, you know, Charlie, I've been knowing Charlie since he was probably in elementary school. Wow. Working with their memory. And, uh, uh -huh. and I've just seen him come up and grow into a great musician. He's been touring and producing um, he tours with portland rapper amine uh -huh. um, he tours uh he p produces for blossom riva devito um he has a group called greater kind that's uh -huh. with peter knudsen and uh cory uh -huh. lamaco and damo branch who are all on that same song uh -huh. um, so you know just trying to like really help the young cats you know make some music and make uh -huh. some things happen okay and uh here's one by uh uh, Brandon Lee uh, Sierley. Oh yeah, Brandon Lee is a sax player uh -huh. out of um, uh, Washington, uh -huh. and he's actually moving here with his trumpet player Cameron. They've been coming down here like every week, looking at houses and huh. things like that. And they, I've I've collaborated with him about three or four times, and we have other songs we're putting out. And he's just a great young guy who's hungry and wants to work. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, A.O. Kelly. A.O. Kelly. That's Arthur. I met him at a... That's all one word. Yeah, A-O Kelly. In lowercase. In lowercase. Lower A-O-K-E-L-L-Y. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Everybody has their way of their their nuances. Well, hell, I spell my it. name out on my radio show every week. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it has an apostrophe. You know? Yeah, it's make definitely. Sure it gets in there. Well, he's, he's a producer and a trumpet player uh -huh. that I met at a collaboration studio that meets every week, weekend. And um and we just stayed in touch and I really liked what he was doing and I reached out to him and was like hey let's let's put something out on on the on the label, all right yeah and the new and the used that's a, they're probably the funkiest of that's all of the, all of them that's right? that's Chris Phillips really? from from Philly's Funkestra, aha yeah that's Chris Phillips the organist <laughs> wow he, that's his his moniker the new and the used he <laughs> I love Chris because he has more of an old school. Uh, 
sample base uh-huh. approach to it, kind of like Jay Dilla and Mad Lib. Yeah. Um, so he's definitely like has that vibe, and 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 I've been working with him since last year, and uh, and it's been great. Hmm. I mean, he's he, we've been kind of like throwing ideas back and forth to each other, mm-hmm. and and you know I jumped on a couple of songs of his, and I was like, let's put it out. Uh huh. Sounds great. All right. Uh, Love Jones, L-U-V-J-O-N-E-Z. Yes, that's um, Jonas. Jonas um, also curates a lot of shows. Do you say Love Jonas or Love Jones? um, Love Jones. Okay. It's Jonas. His his real name is Jonas. He curates shows at the um, Armory, Uh um, a lot of the cultural shows and um, um, events. And he also started a thing in town called A Beat Happening, where he basically get all these producers and they produce live music. at Future Shock uh-huh. every month or every other month. Nice, nice. Now, that's what one person I want to, you know, who has several tunes on here, uh, Torrempetto. Torrempetto, that's my, that's my partner in crime. Uh-huh. He's a producer, so he does the production. I do the trumpet um, for a lot of songs, so we, we partner up. He's in Japan. In Japan? Yeah. Wow. Social media, not right, like currently right now, I'm working with tons of artists from Russia, Paris, um, and UK. So mm-hmm. that's the great thing about social media. You're yeah. able to reach out to like-minded people and um, collaborate with yeah. each other. Yeah. You know? now, is he actually Japanese? Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Great. Great. Uh, how does this sound different? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just like productions that I really enjoy. And mm-hmm. it's, for me, it's, it's almost like an extension of like my four piece band, you know, mm-hmm. like if you listen to it, it's, it's like piano, it's usually an upright bass or acoustic bass uh-huh. and drums. Um, so it's almost like a trio with trumpet thrown on top. So huh. yeah. interesting. Interesting. OK, well, uh, and the other one, the only one we haven't talked about is Philo. Oh, that's the London um, producer that I met online as well. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, one song. I think we put out just that one song. Yeah. He's new. And um, like I said, I'm working with a lot of great producers and musicians huh. around the world. And it's great. Just all, you know, meeting people on Instagram and, and people liking the same thing. And they're like, hey, I've heard you on someone else's song. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. I saw your Facebook and I really enjoyed your trumpet. Or can we work or they saw a release I did with a different label and we might be tied into that label because we all have releases and such. Uh So we all try to work together and Uh support each other and Uh such. Uh That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, It's interesting to to sit and listen to this all the way through because the the tunes are so short. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, you don't find that it's unusual. Yeah. Well, uh, the uh, thing, the thing about the lo-fi is that it's also great. You know, they say like music to relax, to work, to study, to yeah. um, chill to is, is great because it's something that you could just play and just just let it go. And almost like I also call it like like modern day elevator music for young people. <laughs> <laughs> like I made a song with Anaya that was called Elevator Music. And in the middle of the song, yeah. I stopped the beat. And I did like a, I took his guitar and made like a, a girl from Ipanema, like a <laughs> ding, 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 you know, kind of like the elevator music, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but, and I've also had a lot of people saying like, wow, if that's, that's the type of elevator music I would rather hear when I get into an elevator <laughs> instead of what you usually hear, you know? 
I don't think they've got elevator music anymore. Yeah, it, I don't remember they being do, in, in but an elevator. It's, it's not the. It's still the same. Uh, right. It's still the maybe same. Like uh, maybe I just tune it out. Muzak. It's still Muzak. Yeah, 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 and a lot of time it's not noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I try not to know, <laughs> yeah, really. but I would rather make have, listen to something like that when yeah, I get in yeah, the elevator because then I'll be in a store like yeah, yeah. bobbing my head distracted. I'll tell you what else, just just for 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 guys like 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 me, um, one the first thing, not the first thing, but one of the things I thought of was you know when I come to the end of my show and I I have x amount of time left this is gonna be this is perfect i'm gonna keep this with me hey, at all times i do it <laughs> i use a lot like kareem riggins one of the world's uh-huh. best like jazz drummers who also yeah. is a producer uh-huh. and hip-hop drummer i used to use his last release as like filler music for my in-between show you know because you got two minutes left yeah. You know, on the broadcast, and you're like, yeah. oh, I don't want to have to talk for two I know. more minutes. Exactly. I could just throw that in there. Uh-huh. It's perfect. Uh, it is. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to pot it down. Nope. You know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I want everybody to put it all in, in between their shows. Yeah. It's great, because yeah. guess what? We still get. We still get the mention. We still get the, the credit. And I'm yeah. like, hey, it's just. It's more. <laughs> you know, like like Matt Flieger played it um, last week on his show. And he literally put four songs in his show. And I'm like, that probably took up like, you know, nine minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to some of the other songs he was playing, yeah, which yeah. were probably nine minutes or something. <laughs> you know? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, he's going to come in here one, one of these days nice. for, for too long and do one of these. Yeah, um, drag him in. <laughs> I will. I will. But I am going to have I'm, I'm going to have Dookie Green in here. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, because I haven't talked to him forever. Also. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. busy. Everyone's spread across. Yeah. And, yeah. and now with, you know, the whole this whole thing happening, it's just like a lot of people are just like, you know, kind of isolated in their own silos. Yeah. And, now, and how, being how many creative. Do you have, how many do you have at home? <laughs> oh, well, in, in my current house, I have two, but across the uh, river in Vancouver, I have my three older girls. Wow. And one of them, one of them is in college and, and now they're, they got the entrepreneur spirit for me uh-huh. and now they're, they just started their first business and, um, they're doing like bath bombs. And so every like 15 minutes, I'm getting a text to call, Hey dad, you did the website yet? You did the, <laughs> the video yet? I'm just like, oh. but I love it because that's what I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. Loving it all, man. Did you quarantine? Were you stuck at home for a long time? Um, yeah, I definitely was social distancing. Yeah. You know, I definitely. Yeah. Uh, but see, for me, I was kind of worried because I was like, oh, I still need to be creative. So I re- literally put all of that creativity into creating new music and also putting mm-hmm. the lo-fi jazz soul release together. Yeah. And then I started a thing called Trap Trumpet Drops where... I took some of my favorite trap songs like hip hop, uh-huh. you know, uh, hood anthems and, and uh-huh. samples and made trumpets for them. So say if you heard like, you know, 50 Cent or uh, uh-huh. a big hip hop artist, I'm like, hey, why shouldn't they have trumpet on these type of songs? So yeah. I started the sample pack so that producers can download them uh-huh. and just drag them and drop them into this their you know DAW and uh-huh. their logic or uh-huh. Fruity Loops or whatever, and I just signed a contract for that with a company called Lander to put out an official trap trumpet drops wow. um, sample pack for producers yeah. who sign up for the service and they could just use my 
my horns in any of their songs and productions. So that's great. Yeah, and I think that was a real help for me and beginning of the COVID because it kept me creative yeah, and yeah, not like yeah. going crazy or driving my wife or kids crazy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it helped big time. So now I'm like, hey, three months later, it's official now. Like I could keep making these things and I could be creative from home. And, you know, we're sending tracks to each other. Like musicians uh -huh. nowadays don't have to get into the room. As long uh -huh. as they have something that they're able to record music with, yeah. you know, we could collaborate all we want. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Do, don't you miss playing with people live? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. dude, I mean, I mean, my chops are rusty, you know, like, that, oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know how much everybody's practicing. chops are rusty. Yeah. You know, I yeah. could practice all day, but it's it's nothing like being yeah. on a bandstand right. in the real world playing and really putting the pressure on. But also it's just for me, that's probably why I stayed away from the streaming. I uh -huh. haven't done any streaming shows. Really? I haven't done any of it because I'm like, even if it's five people in a room, that's what I love to do is play yeah. for people, the yeah. interaction of the music, what I'm playing and how they're responding. You uh -huh. know, it's just like, uh -huh. in a way, it's like African music. When the dancer is dancing and doing a certain move, the drummer is responding to that uh -huh. and communicating uh -huh. to, to build that interaction. And uh -huh. in, in uh -huh. a way, that's what we're doing as well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, I miss it. You can't. I, I I have a performance um, coming up at 1905. I'm finally doing something. Wow. On uh, 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 in a couple of weeks, but who yeah. are you playing with? Uh, oh, Tyrone Hendricks. Yeah. Michael yeah. Elson. Yeah. And uh, yeah. J P Downer. Nice. My, my 1905 band. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. if I'm gonna play with someone, I'm gonna play with my buddies. You know. Yeah. And because and, yeah. I could choose to do that, and I'm at that uh -huh. point in my career, uh -huh. I feel like I could choose who to play with and not to play with. So. And those are my guys, so I got to play with them. That's great. So, That's and Tyrone great. only stays down the street from me. Also, it's uh -huh. my neighbor. You uh -huh. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, the the, the rust will fall off. Oh yeah. Oh, it will. Is this the longest you've gone without actually playing? I mean, I, I've, I mean, I must be. I've recorded <laughs> at home, but well, not, know, not not really not, like playing. Yeah, right. this is the longest. Yeah, yeah. I think ever. Ever. Yeah. Exactly. That I've that I've didn't have like gigs and steady gigs yeah. or on the road or tour right, i mean right. my last you know nine years 11 years have been like pretty crazy and so it's good but it's, it's also good that i you know kind of you know really spend time with the family and uh -huh. foster those relationships uh -huh. and uh -huh. and also help like helping my kids and their music pursuits uh -huh. and such uh -huh. so uh -huh. you know they keep me busy my younger two are singing playing piano my son is playing drums uh -huh. and uh, studying guitar with a jai and uh -huh. trumpet you know it's just making beats you know it's just like staying nice, creative nice nice you know driving me crazy yeah <laughs> well yeah that's what they're supposed to exactly yeah. <laughs> uh for people who who do follow you on um on social media uh I, we all saw a, a, a picture of an ambulance. Oh yeah, and some um, scary words from you. How's your How's Quincy here? Oh, how's your Quincy, son? Quincy's great. You know, all he's right. just so he's okay. Yeah, he's just freakishly flexible and right. kind of got his legs into a, a a weird thing where he couldn't unbend it. And Jeez. so, and and the thing about it is, he's had a crazy year because back in November. He was in a hospital dealing with e a severe E. coli. Oh. So he missed school from the end of, of October, Halloween. He had to miss Halloween 
and didn't go back to school to January because of everything that happened with the severe E. coli and the kidneys yeah, and yeah. everything. And then, so then he goes back to school for like uh, a month or two. Yeah. And then we tell him he can't go back to school because of COVID. Jeez. And then he has this and he's just like, uh, uh, uh. he was like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I was like, well, we got to call an ambulance. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little scary, but hey, yeah. he's good. He's at home, you know, being silly, driving me crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So how many trumpets do you own? And do you own any other brass? I own, um, what do I currently own? Just two trumpets and a flugelhorn. Really? I usually have stayed away from, I'm not really like a, a, a heavy materialistic person. Uh -huh. So like material items, I'm like, I literally can give. Like I have a, oh, I have a coronet that uh -huh. I've been get No, I gave that to another kid. So I have this coronet that I've been given to different kids um, while they need them. They're like, hey, my son or my daughter's playing uh -huh. trumpet. And I'm, I'm like, hey, here you go. When you're done with it, you're not using it anymore. Either give it to someone else or give it back to me. So yeah. then I'll get it back. And then I found the kid at, um, I was at Vinyl Resting Place in St. John's. Met a mom who was with a kid, and she was telling me how he was playing trumpet, uh -huh. and but doesn't have a trumpet. And I was like, come over to my house. Here's the clarinet. They just gave it back in a brand new case wow. to thank me. And then I ended up giving it to another friend of mine who has a band um, in town. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I, I love to yeah. just, you know. I can't hold on to them. I feel like I want to give them out. If I have them, I'm, if, if uh -huh. I know some kids or uh -huh. young kids, I'm like, I'd rather give it to them and let them put it to use, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, because that's what people would have done with me in Philadelphia. You know, that's, yeah. you know, I used to have people pull me off to the side of the road and it's like, hey, you're not holding your trumpet case correctly. Wow. What if the latches come open? Huh. Your trumpet fall out. Huh. You need to hold it this way. <laughs> and then come to find out. They, they might know, like, some of my family and such. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> small world. <laughs> so you never played the trombone? or oh, No, or I, I used to French borrow um, stuff like that. I used to borrow my good friend's uh, valve trombone. Uh -huh. Now, my first instrument, um, my very first instrument was in, in middle school was a trombone. Huh. My, uh, well, my arm wasn't long enough for, what is it, the seventh position? Uh -huh. But come to find out. No one's arm is long enough for in that <laughs> position when they're that young. So I went to French horn Aha. and I played French horn for a number of years, but uh -huh. I got tired of being in the front of the band playing background parts and marching songs and such. <laughs> and I used to look in the back and the trumpet players would be throwing spitballs and like talking. <laughs> and I was like, I need to be back there. And the band director <laughs> said, if you learn all your fingerings and everything, I'll let you switch. And man, I switched as soon as I could. I've <laughs> been playing trumpet ever. And then when I moved to Philadelphia, yeah. I auditioned for the um, high school for creative and performing arts. And the first thing they said is like, I auditioned on trumpet. And he was like, cool. I don't want you on French horn no more. Huh. And that was it. I just played trumpet ever since. But I, huh. I, I, I need to get a valve trombone again just for recording purposes. Uh -huh. and, and lucky enough, my trombonist, um, Kyle Molitor, finally, finally got the recording equipment and can record at home so uh -huh. we're in the money now that's good yes that's good we put them to work very good very good <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting tired of just hearing trumpet i want to hear some other things you know? <laughs> <laughs> on my songs <laughs> ever played a bugle ever uh, play a bugle? yeah it's a little different yeah um what do you how do you do that 
I mean, it's all like, you know, to to move everything without valves is yeah. between like, it's it's like air, it's lip pressure, uh-huh. but it's also like your tongue. Your when uh-huh. you go ah, uh, your tongue drops, uh-huh. and when you go ah, oh, e, your your tongue, your back of your tongue rises up. <laughs> so it's almost like bum 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 bum. So your tongue <laughs> position in your mouth is moving up and down. Wow. And also with the pressure of your lips and the air is is causing for the various different notes without pressing down, having any valves. Wow. Friends, you heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, now they're doing that thing where it's kind of ridiculous because of the lack of um, funding or also trumpet players or something. They have the electric bugles that they send out to people's funerals. And it's basically a speaker and a fake bugle that play. They just like press the button and it plays taps for them. So I've been hired many times by people who have been like, Uh no, my father would not want that to be the case, like real trumpet, real, you know, so yeah, it's crazy. Well, Farnell, it's been great seeing you again. Thank you so much, Good luck with this album and good luck being back on KMHD. It's really nice having you back on. Yes, it's exciting. Uh, Yeah. exciting, definitely. Even though we can't be there. Yeah. You We're know, all there in spirit. We are. I mean, you know, I mean, I do I do miss sitting in that studio and making a last minute decision about what to play and what not exactly. to play and then opening the mic and not knowing what's going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a hey, I've you know, been there. I've been yeah, like jumping yeah. up from my chair like, oh, I got to find a record real quick. <laughs> right. Right. And that's fun. But, yeah. you know. It's okay. It's good, but you know, I mean, they're thinking. You know, KMHD and OPB is thinking of of everyone's safety and oh yeah, and such. So yeah, I can't really. Yeah. I'm just happy to be back in the mix and at a yeah, you know, uh, at a new time. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, I was the first guy to play any soul music on KMHD. I bet I was. I used to do Saturday nights way back when it was out at Mount Hood. Oh yeah. And I don't know what got into me, but I started, I think, I believe it was the Chai Lights. I played the Chai uh-huh. Lights. And the phone started ringing, and you thought I had killed Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, gotten a tr- I've gotten a little slap on the hands in the past. For, oh, but this was, this is, this is. <laughs> but this I is, bet you. Uh, this is like 2007, man. Yeah. No, you know, we, 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 you know, there was nothing, yeah, nothing I, but very conservative jazz yeah. for the most part on KMHD at that point. Yeah, I think I was probably <laughs> listening too. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, people kind of get out of, you know, people. You know, some people are in a box and want to believe what they what jazz is and such. And yeah. it's like sometimes it takes someone like you to just like edge him and push him in the direction like, hey, this is all a part of the same family. You and know? it's it's up to people like Matt to institutionalize it. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Which is really important. Definitely. Because, you, know? uh, you know, if it had something somebody else in there, they, they could easily have caved. Oh, yeah. You know, but luckily at the time it came HD. No one was running the station. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. It was, that is yeah. absolute truth. No, that was, yeah. I remember no one was running when, the station. When, yeah, I remember. Oh, Lord. The station manager had quit, yeah. and they just handed it to somebody, some, some bureaucrat yeah. who wasn't interested. And I so, did miss going out there to do, like, the, the live recordings. Uh-huh. That was the oh, cool right, thing. Right, uh, right, yeah, with, uh, yeah. That was the great thing I, I really enjoyed doing, yeah. though. Yeah. Besides could, that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> but we could do anything. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. great. It's hey, okay. I mean, but now look uh, at you. Time that's, and what, place. that's what you do. We look forward to that. 
All right, man. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much, uh, man. Oh, it's nice to see you. Hope the album does well. And uh, yes. you know, thanks for coming in. I'll see you soon. All right. Let's go out with Farnell doing brass and beats, featuring Dom Phenom. Thank you.